the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Crazy. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christmas Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast as I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Say to God, God our Father desires to have an intimate relationship with those of us who are His children. But unfortunately, although that's what our Father desires, many saints don't have the same desire. Although the opportunity exists, most Christians seem to resist the opportunity to have and enjoy the intimate relationship with God that He wants them to have. Brothers and sisters, there are pathways that we can take and should take to increase our intimacy with God. If we don't know what they are, then we should learn what they are and take them. We need to know what they are and take them so that we can have and enjoy the increased intimacy with God that He desires for you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. God's way guides us to the right way. God wants us to be able to go the right way to get to what he has in store for you and me. Stands on number 11 again of Psalms 27. It says, teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. In a plain path, that's talking about the right way. God wants to guide us in the right way. That includes the right way to live, right way to think, right way to act for the intimacy to be able to increase. The right way to live, right way to act in order for the intimacy to to be able to increase. Psalms number 86, please. See, when God teaches us his way, from that point forward, we should do what, what we were taught. From that point forward, we should do what we were taught. Once God shows us the way, we should do what we taught. So, and you know, to the best of our ability. Which is, which is do it. Psalms number 86. Stands on number 11. Let's do 10 and come down so that we can remember our motivation. It says, for thou art great and doest wondrous things. Thou art God alone, which means there is no other. Which means that if we want to be with him, there's only one to be with. And if there's, only, if there's a right way to do it, then that means that there's no other way to do it but, but that. That's why our response is in stanza number 11. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. Unite my heart. As in that, that word unite right there means to tie it up. So we need to tie up our hearts with God. Get wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in God's way of doing things. Get wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up with God. Praise God. I like that. Read on. It says, I will praise thee, O Lord, my God, with all my heart. I will glorify thy name forever. Mm-mm-mm. I glorify thy name forever. 
For great is thy mercy toward me, and thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. O God, the proud are risen against me, and the assemblies of violent men have sought after my soul, and have not set thee before them, and have not set thee before them. That's other folk who won't walk with God and don't want to act like they don't want to be right. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious, loving, long-suffering, plenteous in mercy and truth. O turn unto me and have mercy upon me. Give thy strength unto thy servant and save the son of thy of thine handmaiden. Show me a token of good that they which hate me may see it and be ashamed because thou, Lord, has opened me, opened me, play that long, and, and comforted me. Well, God wants to open you. Praise <laughs> God. <laughs> See, this man is saying to him, he said, man, Lord, teach me thy ways. Because I got enemies all around me, man. And, I, and, 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 and they all on me, hating me, coming against me. I, I want what you got. And show me what I need to do to get it. Psalms 119. See, he said in stanza number 11, he said, teach me thy way, O Lord, and I will I'll walk in your truth. Walk, of course, means order your life according to it. I order my life according to it. See, some of us are like that. And we'd be wise. All of us would be wise to be like that. That once God shows you what it's going to take to be able to be intimate with him like he wants to make the adjustment. Make the adjustment. Amen. Make the adjustment. It'll keep things good. Does that make sense? Going back to marriage. If 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 you find out what it what you, what makes your wife smile or your husband smile, you'd be wiser to make the adjustment. Especially if you see the opposite make them frown. You'd be wise to make the adjustment. Look, you can't make me do nothing. This ain't about make, baby. This is about being smart. If she liked the toilet seat down, put the toilet seat down. Why I got to? You ain't got to. You get to. Because when you was by yourself, it could be up, down, all around. It, you could be. You, you could take it off if you want to. But now that you got somebody, what? That should be like a thrill from having somebody. You like the toilet seat down? We ought to slam that sucker every time you finish. I'm saying sick. Because somebody's there that cares. Psalms number 86. Praise God. Psalms number 86. No, we went to Psalms 119. Let's look at stanza number 33. See, when God teaches us his way, we should continue to follow that way that he taught us. Stanza number 33. Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I will keep it for a week or two. Till when? Till the end. When's the end? Forever. Till he get here. Praise God. Whichever come first. We ought to we, we ought to do we ought to have the mindset to do this thing forever. When God teaches us his way, we should continue to follow that way he taught us un, uh, forever. Till the end. Stanza thirty four. He said, Give me understanding and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. How's he gonna do it? With his whole heart. Because when you half hearted about it, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna do that. And that's what problem with some of us is we we half-hearted about it we open up our heart enough to get it some of it in we ain't let it feel our heart you can tell when it feels your heart it'll push out all the other thinking and all the other stuff that's different in it make me go 
in the path of thy commandments, for therein I do delight. Of course, we know this Old Testament, so you're talking about you make me do it. They didn't learn that you got to do it yourself. Praise God. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that you got to do it. Praise God. Incline my ear, you do it, unto thy testimonies and not, and not to covetousness. How about this? Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity and quicken thou me in thy way. He says, turn away mine eyes from vanity. The word vanity right there in the sense of desolation means evil. Turn my eyes away from evil. Evil as destruction. Things that can be destructive in the middle of your life. Turn my eyes away. Because, you know, if you keep looking at it, you keep focusing on it. Then you're allowing information to come in on the inside of you and begin to start taking over the, the thoughts that's going on on the inside of you. That's why you don't keep looking at stuff. Because your eyes are one of the gateways to your soul. And your soul is the entrance way to your heart. And your heart is from which the issues of life flow. So if you keep your eyes open, you've left your heart open to everything it is that the God says no. That's why he says, turn me, turn my eyes away from that which is evil. From that which is evil. That vanity. Figuratively, that word vanity means idolatry. As false idolatry. See, idolatry is undue honor that's paid to something or anyone, to anybody or anyone. It's undue honor, honor that is not due. But when we keep looking at stuff, focusing on stuff, keeping our eyes fixed on stuff, then what we end up doing is eventually giving it more honor than it deserves. And it becomes idolatrous. See, idolatry causes us to bow our will and our way to something or someone other than the Lord. And ultimately cause us to wander away from God. Idolatry causes us to bow our will and our way to something or someone other than the Lord. And ultimately causes us to wander away from the Lord. That's why when God delivered the children of Israel into the promised land, he had one. He gave them uh, many instructions. One of their instructions was to not only take out the enemy that's around you, but you also destroy their idols, take down their temples, bust up their altars. And make sure you never follow them and do what it is they do. Stay away from they women, he told the men. Stay away from they men, he told the woman. Why is that? Because they are idolatrous. And they will end up leading you away from me. You think they do that. You think they did it, right? Especially as soon as he brought them into the promise land. No, he didn't do that. Praise God. Because they kept some of it around. Some of it around. And it was demonstrated when they got ready to go fight and take over Ai, which was a much smaller city that that and, and didn't have an army nowhere near as strong and didn't have stuff set up just as and nowhere near as strong as Jericho. But then they went to Ai and got their tail whooped, and they went back to God like, "Yo, God, what's up with this man? What's up with this man? I thought we was gonna be all powerful. You told me that nobody's gonna be able to stand before us in any of the days of our life. Not only did they stand before us, they knocked us down." God said there's sin in the camp. So they went back and checked and found out what was it? Idolatrous stuff was brought in that God said, don't bring that in. It was brought in the camp. How about this? Your eyes are the doorway to your camp. That's why you keep looking at stuff. You end up being affected by that stuff because some of y'all cuss now because you was watching videos that cuss that you didn't cuss before. Some of y'all all agitated now because you've been watching Mr. and Mrs. Hard, no, Miss and Mr. Hardbody and them movies and stuff like that 
you know, and then they play the slow music with the water dripping off of them and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, now you can't control your flesh. I wonder why, because these have been what you're looking at. If you'd have been looking at somebody with all their clothes, then you would be wanting to be around people with all their clothes. But if you ain't been looking at everybody with all their clothes, no wonder you want to be around folk that ain't got no clothes. It's really a simple thing. It really it ain't nothing deep about this. It really isn't. That's why David, who desired God, was a man after God's own heart. He said, Lord, turn my eyes away from all this. Now, we know he needed to do it himself, praise God. But at the same time, listen to his heart. Turn it away from vanity, which is idolatry. Because this want, this wandering away from God that idolatry causes reduces and, and eventually eliminates the opportunity for intimacy with him. Because what we'll do is want more and more and more and more, which will push us further and further and further away from God until eventually we ain't with God like we're supposed to be. Now, I know, I know theologically speaking, we're always with God because we're connected to God and rights and with him. But that's spiritually speaking. Your spirit is connected to him. But is your mind connected to him? Is your heart connected to him? Is your actions connecting you with him? Come on now. Because you can ask somebody to say, baby, I love you. And do everything the opposite of that. Which one are you considering? How they said they love you or what they showed you? Which one? You know why? Because actions speak louder than words. Actions hollers. Words whisper. Actions holler. Words whisper. Baby, I love you. It's just that I, I like being with them. That don't work. I love you, God. I just love being with your enemy. I don't know. Intimacy has kind of like a hit with that one. And unfortunately, when God says draw nigh to me, we're going to find out that it's going to mean that when we draw nigh to him, we're going to draw away from some stuff too. See, this wandering away from God reduces and eliminate and, and eventually uh, eliminates the opportunity for intimacy with him. It does this because those who wander away from God follow the idolatrous practice of the heathens. Those who neither know God nor follow God in any kind of way. But we end up doing what they do and living like they live instead of living like a child of God, like like the opportunity that God gives. Subjectively, this word vanity means uselessness. Turn my eyes away from uselessness. Uselessness as deception, because many of us have been well trained in thinking and doing things that are absolutely useless in light of being intimate with God. Absolutely useless. If the truth is anywhere they're told, all of us have been well trained in thinking and doing things that are absolutely useless to intimacy with God. Becoming more intimate with God helps us to turn away our eyes from beholding useless things, useless thoughts and ideas and useless actions. Here's one of the ways we've been trained, in case you think I'm losing, I'm losing it. One of the ways we've been trained. Most of us have been trained. All of us have been trained. That as soon as we go in the house, we're hitting remote controls. And rarely do we turn on anything that's got anything to do with God. Not, I'm not telling you about that being wrong, per se. That's not the point I'm raising. But I'm talking about look at how most of us, because of that, we go day after day and say, I didn't have time to read my Bible. I didn't have time to pray. I didn't have time to do this thing. Actually did. Because you had it 30 minutes shot at a time. And from the time we got home, we watched one 30-minute program, another 30-minute program, an hour program, 
another hour program, then a 30 minute program, and then news at 10, and, uh, and, 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 and then another 30 minute program. Then, then we wake up next day, man, I ain't had no time for, I'd have loved to be with you, God, but I really ain't had no time. Maybe I ought to drop out of a couple of auxiliaries that I serve in so I could spend more time with you. But we don't think about cutting off one of those programs. Not all. One. Just one. You choose. 30-minute hour. It's on you. You choose. One. Just one. Dang, it got just quiet then as it got quiet on that other person. <laughs> I'm going to have to check the quiet meter. It seemed like it was about the same level of quiet. Just one. All I said was one day. I just said one. 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 How about this? Some of us will watch the news and it go on for half an hour after half an hour after half an hour. Have you ever noticed there might be only one thing that they say in the second half an hour that's different than the ones that was in the first half an hour? Because once they said it in the first half an hour, it's over. So since we done invested in the first half an hour, we can cut off the second half an hour. Or we can go with God for the first half an hour and then come back and get the second half an hour and you still don't get the same thing anyway. And then some of us got stuff like cable. I ain't cracking. I'm just saying some of us got stuff like cable and a lot of them cable shows is on repeat. Like, 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 like NBA channels and stuff like that. You know, they have like NBA gay time, game time, where they talk about all the different games and what happened and stuff like that. Have you noticed every 30 minutes it's the exact same show? We'll watch it four times in a row. Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing, nothing there with single word change. Because we were trained to do this. Uselessness. We were trained in keeping our eyes focused on uselessness. We go, I'm going to the doctor. We say, well, I'm going to the doctor today. I'm going to the dentist today. And you know, they don't do nothing on time. Praise God. And so, and, and I'm going to the hairdresser today. You know, they don't do nothing on time. And so when you get there, you pull up, you pick up the magazine they got of all kind of weird, crazy hairdos, stuff like that. Praise God. And you thumb through that and you kind of look through that and then you throw that magazine down, pick up another one, you thumb through that one, throw it down and then you pick it up and, you know, a half hour go by. Could you have possibly brought your Bible? Could you have possibly brought your notes from church and your Bible and went through it? We don't think of nothing like that. Because why? Because we were trained in uselessness. That's why he's saying, Lord, turn my eyes away from uselessness. Teach me how to not focus on useless stuff. You can cut it down to game, watch game time three times in a row. And just wipe off that fourth one. My wife cracks on me about this one movie that I kind of watched now. Praise God. You know, movie called 2012. 2012, praise God. I love that movie, praise God. I'm fascinated at how they've taken computers nowadays and they can make stuff so real. That like fascinates me. It's like, yeah, she like she crack on me because I'd be saying ooh and ah every time I watch it. That's how I am. I'll be like, look at that. Look at that. It looks like the whole city falling off into the water. I'm like, look at it, and it's going in slow motion. And then if you look at it, see, I'm I'm like I'm, I'm a person of detail. When you look at it, they got where you can literally see the people. I'm like, how you do that? That's like amazing. I'm like, baby, if they don't win an award for that, I don't know what's going on. Praise God. It's, it's, a, it's a conspiracy. Praise God. But she said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just buy you that movie. I'm thinking, like, don't do that. <laughs> because I already look at it 
when it come on, I don't care if it's in the middle, I don't care if it's at the end, I don't care. Uh, it took me about five times to see it before I even saw the beginning. But the truth of the matter is, that was useless because I already know what's going to happen. I even got the words down pat. I know what they're going to say. I already know when my man going to fall in. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't. And I mean, jumping like it's the first time I've seen it and stuff, you know. Run, run, run. I already know they're going to make it all the way. I already know that one ain't going to live. 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 I already know. I already... <laughs> but you would think I wouldn't watch it again, right? No. I watch it all of it. That's... See, I switched it to me so y'all go ahead and laugh. Because when I was talking about you, you wasn't saying nothing. Praise God. So I just went ahead and backed it up and brought it to me now. Praise God. Because <laughs> we all do it. In some way or another. Lord ain't trying to rip off our lives. He's trying to give us life. And he's saying, come on. And if you go on a diet, diet's hard. Then just cut it down. You know? Half a bag of cookies. Instead of the whole bag. Start somewhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just start somewhere. Praise God. Amen. One program. One. Just one. It's getting quiet again. Dang, that's and laughing like a mug. I done lost it. There's one program. It just choose one choose one you know you done seen. Undercover brother. How many times you done seen undercover brother? And you still waiting for his fro to get cut in the same place. You know, you, you keep watching the same thing all over again. Just one to, just change one. And try getting closer to God. Increase your intimacy. Seek God. Go after him. He's going to teach you some things and show you some things. That's going to be a blessing to you. We'll get into this a little bit more later. Praise God. We'll stop right there for the day. Anybody get anything from the word today? Hallelujah. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. Hope that you're seeing that one of the things that God wants us to do is to increase the intimacy that exists between him and me and you. Hope that you're also seeing that we need to do what we need to do to increase the intimacy between God and me and you like he wants us to do. Otherwise, we'll miss the opportunity of a lifetime to be in an intimate relationship with the most awesome, powerful entity in the universe. That's an opportunity that we definitely don't want to blow. That's why we should do everything we can do to learn how to and do what we learn to do to become more intimate with the God who loves and desires to have an intimate relationship with me and you. That's flat out what I'm going to do. And I hope that you're going to do the same thing too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christensen, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, Come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. 
We also invite all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Breakfast of Champions Men's Breakfast tomorrow morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Sisters from Word of Faith. Prepare for the brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my brothers that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. What a powerful word from God just for the brothers. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I guarantee that you'll be blessed and they will too. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to all of us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure that you reap what you sow. So we thank God in advance all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 